At Cool Air Products, we developed AC Smart Seal Quick Shot with professionals in mind. It's the only product on the market that's three in one with sealant, lubricant, and UV dye all in a single application. It's non-toxic, non-flammable, 100% safe to the touch, eco-friendly, and compatible with all refrigerants. It's a safe solution option, backed by years of R&D, Intertech tested, and has sealed millions of leaks. AC Smart Seal, the professional's choice. What's up, guys? Welcome back. This podcast is going to be cool because we're going to talk to somebody with a very, very unique talent. We're talking to Danny Gronendijk. Okay, so Danny's a plumber, and I think it's important to talk to all the trades within the skilled trades umbrella because we're all interconnected, intertwined, intermingled, if that's even a word, but we can all learn from each other. And everybody's got a story, and it's the unique stories of each person that I find is a beautiful thing. It really, really is. So Danny has a unique talent, okay? Outside of his plumbing talent, he's got a unique talent. We're going to talk about some plumbing stuff. We're going to talk about actually how, this is very interesting, how Danny installed a uh, driveway, a heated driveway system to melt the snow. And he's going to take us through that. And I I found that very interesting and very cool how he explained it in in the step-by-step and and the processes that that he went through. Okay. Um, Danny's got a special talent. And stay tuned to the end of the podcast to get a little sample of that talent. The other thing I'm going to do for you guys, we're heading into heating season. Now, I have a video on how to check flame sensor signal and microamps. Now, it's really important that we know how to do this because when we troubleshoot... A heating system, it is very important we know how to do it and how to comprehend the reading. And every time I post a video, I get a a few uh, people messaging me back saying, hey, that was great, I really learned something from that. So I am going to post that up in the podcast notes so you guys can take note of that video. So we got Danny G coming up on the podcast, guys. Stay tuned for the little sample of his talent at the end and also stay tuned for the video. Well... You don't have to stay tuned for the video. You can just go scroll down and click the link anytime you want. Anyway, guys, this is the HVAC Know-It-All podcast. I'm your host, Gary McCready. Welcome to the HVAC Know-It-All podcast. Recorded from a basement somewhere in Toronto, Canada. Your host and HVAC tech, Gary McCready, will take you on a deep dive into the industry discussing all things HVAC. From storytelling to technical discussion. Enjoy the show. All right, Danny, we're on. How you doing, man? I'm doing great. Yourself? I'm doing awesome. Good. Thank you so much, uh, first of all, for getting on with me. Like always, I'm I'm the worst at organizing. I really, really am. I need like a, a personal organization person because... I just message people like a day or two before we, we podcast, unless somebody emails me months ahead and we, we pick a date. Otherwise it's like, Hey, like you want to come on tonight? <laughs> so thanks, well, man. I second, really appreciate I'm the, it. I'm the second worst. If you're the worst. Uh, and to be honest with you in my business, I actually prefer that style to be honest with you. Uh, I'm sure it doesn't work for everybody, but uh, I'm, I'm kind of, I do service work and uh, I kind of, 
I don't want to book out a long period in advance. I, a, I get overstressed. B, I forget you know, appointments two weeks from today. Uh, whereas somebody calls today and says, my sewer's backed up. Hey, I'm on my way. Uh, so I, I like to keep rolling uh, kind of an impromptu schedule like that anyhow. Cool. So I know nothing about you except for three things I know about you. Sure. And you know, want to know what they, what those things are? <laughs> yes, sir. I do. Okay. So I know you're a plumber. Yes. I know you're a wrapping plumber, True. which is, which is very unique. And we got to get into that a little bit. Sure. And the other thing I know about you is you made a very cool video recently opening up a bunch or opening up a box with a bunch of Canadian souvenirs inside. And I thought that was hilarious. And I'm like, Man, we got to talk to Dan Danny on the podcast because the way you handled that, being from the U.S. and opening up a Canadian box with Canadian, what was there a loony? I think there was a toonie in there, a $5 bill, <laughs> uh, maple syrup. <laughs> yeah, there, there was, was all kinds of goodies in there, man. And it, it was awesome to watch that. <laughs> there was a cool travel guide in there that I've still been thumbing through. There's all kinds of stuff in that box. So who sent you that box? Um, that box, by the way, are you Canadian? I'm from Canada, man. Toronto, Ontario. Wow, you don't even sound can Canadian. You sound well, that's like weird. You speak you English. I didn't know that Canadians <laughs> spoke English. Uh, well, a lot of people I talk to say that I have a hardcore Canadian accent, and then you say the opposite. So, I mean, I don't know what it is. No, I, I don't actually detect it at all. Nice. Uh, but so that package was from RMC Plumbing. Uh, they are in Vancouver, and that's who I did a, a commercial. That was my first commercial uh, that I did. It's still playing on two radio stations in uh, in Vancouver. Uh, it's no a way. So, yeah, it's a wrap. No way. Yeah. So that's why they sent you that package is because you did a commercial for them. Yeah. So, I mean, it was a paid commercial, uh, so they, they actually sent uh, real money, uh, but he told me right, right when we kind of agreed on that, he, right after I did the video or did the, the song, uh, he, he told me that, Hey, I'm, I'm putting together a, uh, a little, uh, gift package from, from, uh, Canada, a little flavor of Canada. I'm going to send it to you. And I'm like, Oh, that's really cool. So, and then a couple of weeks go by and I get this box. So let me ask you this. Yeah. Am I allowed to play that, that ad on the podcast? On uh, this yeah. episode? By all means. By all means. So if you can send me, do you have the file that you could send me? Because I would love to play it like right after the interview so everybody can hear. <laughs> yep. Everybody can hear. Heck yeah. Yeah. By all means. Awesome, man. Awesome. I appreciate that. So like the wrapping thing. Okay. Maybe, maybe, maybe we'll retract a bit. So you're a plumber and like where, whereabouts are you um, located in the U S okay. I'm in the Northwest corner of Indiana, state of Indiana, okay. which uh, you may be most familiar with Chicago. Yep. And so I'm only about a 40 minute drive from Chicago, even though I'm in Indiana. So we're, we're just across the border. Cool. So, did you say you own your own business? I do. Uh, awesome. One, one man plumbing shop. I have owned it for eight years. I've been in business. Um, so they say like the first three years, uh, if you make it past three years, you're going to, you're going to make it. Um, so I've been in plumbing for 16 years now. 
Awesome. So what sort of plumbing do you do? Do you, um, you said you do service, but do you get involved in any the, the heating side, like any of the HVAC side at all? Nope. None whatsoever. No? I leave that to the professionals like you. Awesome. So, uh, no, <laughs> I, I actually, know a lot of plumbers have the, yeah. the gas license or up here. A lot of plumbers, because sure. it goes, it goes, um, if you want to work on gas fired equipment, you need to get a license and there's like three different stages of it. And a lot of plumbers, because they're working on the water side of like a boiler or something like that. They will get their gas license. So they're able to work on the heating side of it as well. Gotcha. Well, here we don't have that exact same thing. Um, I do gas piping, uh, but that's, that's in our, in our plumbing code and our plumbing license. Okay. Uh, so I do gas piping, but I really don't deal with heating. I have, I've installed two boilers and both of those are in my house. Nice. Uh, they actually take care of my driveway. Uh, I have a, two years ago, I put in a heated driveway. I live on a hill. I live at the top of a hill. And uh, long story short, my wife fell down in the snow. She hit her head. Bad, bad deal. Uh, got a concussion, the whole deal. So it was at that moment that I said, I'm never going to let that happen again. And I ripped out or had all the concrete ripped out. I put down one mile worth of tubing, which I had never done before, radiant like that. Um, but you read up enough and you, you know, you talk to people and you learn things. So I did that, had a couple plumbers come by that I had met on social media in the area and they came by and actually helped and um, installed two very high efficient Navian um, uh, fire tube uh, boilers. And uh, this system works phenomenally. It's a 2,500 square foot driveway. And it, when it, as soon as the snow starts to hit those, the sensor, it just fires everything up. And within an hour, it's up to melting temperature and the driveway melts and it dries. That is amazing. I thought like uh, only the, the, the rich and the famous had those types of driveways. <laughs> well, <laughs> but I guess, I guess you saved the whack of dough by doing it yourself, right? Yeah, I did. I did save quite a bit uh, with that. And still, the the project still costed quite a bit of money. Um, there was three kind of three phases. There was the concrete uh, company itself ripping out the old and putting in the new. And I, it was a four inch and I put in a six inch thick uh, driveway because my plumbing truck is pretty heavy. And I wanted to make it to where if I needed to drive it up there, I didn't want to start cracking my driveway. Um, and then, so you got the concrete portion, you got the, um, all the, the heating, which was all materials, uh, the boilers and all the tubing, the insulation, everything. And then you've got the landscaping because of this hill, there was a bunch of landscaping that had to get, get done at the top of it. And also, um, resod the whole front yard cause it looked like a war zone. So, uh, between those three things, um, I'll tell you this, it was, uh, roughly $75,000. Wow. Yeah. And so that was right. no labor for the, the radiant. Uh, so that would have been probably another 25,000 is my guess. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That's, that, that's a big cost, but I mean, geez, I wish I had like, that's when next time I move places, I mean, I'm not going to do it in the house I'm in now because the driveway is not really long. I, I guess it's long enough that I could do it, but I'm really not gonna waste my time in this home but the next house i have yeah that's one of my goals <laughs> one of my goals is to have a, a heated driveway so i don't have to sure. go outside mm -hmm. and friggin 
shovel or or yeah. plow the snow or, or or use the snowblower on it. Yeah, it's fantastic. I mean, I had bought a new snowblower just when we moved in this house a little over three years ago, three and a half years ago. Uh, but here's the deal. What I wasn't banking on was as soon as there's a half inch of snow the, with the pitch of the driveway that I have, it, it renders the driveway useless. Uh, you, you will slide right down out into the street. It's a, it's, it's a, it's a hill. And, um, uh, so that kind of messed up my plan. Oh, I'll just get out there and, and clear it. Well, you, you can't stay out there every half inch, you know? And so whenever I'm at work and working late in the evenings and the wife or the daughter get home, it, they can't get up the driveway because there's an inch of snow. So it was just kind of a weird deal that I, I, I kind of had to sit back and go, this is really messed up. Uh, I mean, we, we knew the driveway was steep when we bought the house, uh, but we just felt, you know, like you, I can get out there and shovel it or snow blow it or whatever. But it really, you have to stay on top of it within a half inch. Otherwise, it, it just, it it was the right thing for this property. It really needed it. So That is very, very cool. So how long did a project like that take from start to finish? Well, I would say looking back on it, it was probably a good uh, two months. I would say two, two and a half months. Mm -hmm. uh, just different stages. A lot of it because I was doing it myself and still doing, you know, having to plumb for myself, you know, customers calling all the time. Uh, so it was kind of hit and miss. And I was basically the, the property uh, or the project manager of this project. And so I just wore a lot of hats during this. So I'd say at least two months is probably what it took. So let me ask you the, the another question that's on my mind, could be on some other people's mind is what does it cost you think extra in your, your gas bill? Are you running natural gas? Running natural gas. Okay. Yes. What, what do you think it costs you per month in the wintertime to, to heat that driveway? Well, it's kind of hard to say a per month. I will tell you this. I was very nervous about it uh, because I had heard horror stories. Oh, so-and-so. I know so-and-so had one and they had to turn it off after the first year. Well, I was really worried after the first year. Uh, it was, we have a budget plan. And so we pay every month uh, the same yep. month throughout the whole year. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so come May, they kind of catch you up and say, you're either this much ahead or this much behind. So we were in the whole $500. So I, that whole first winter cost $500. Yeah. I guess if you, how, how long would you say about six months? Maybe five months? Uh, well, of snow, I would say probably November, December, January, February. Yeah, at least four months. And then it all depends how much it snows. You know, I mean, yeah. you could have a light year and it'd be cheaper. You could have a heavier year and that wasn't a heavier year. So it could, it could become more. Um, there's times, though, that it only snows a half inch and, and you know, the driveway kicks on. Sometimes it's just flurry for, for 10 minutes. Your driveway kicks on, goes through a whole four-hour series of heating, and you're like, I catch it. I'm thinking, well, crap, it's not even snowing, you know. So there's, I don't know, I don't, I don't want to call them false alarms, but, you know, the sensor only knows that it started to snow, you know. Mm -hmm. So what kind of sensor is that? like, And where is it mounted, and how does it know that there's snow 
Sure. Present. It's a brass sensor. It's a disc that's about three inches in diameter. Uh, I put it in um, before they, they poured, so it's very, very flush. Uh, and it's just right up on the, the top of the driveway as, as a big flat area. So I put it right on the top and you put it away from the house because you don't want it to be where you have any drifting or anything. You want it to be kind of out there where the snow is going to actually fall on it. So um, it just has a control wire and I ran three quarter pecs for the whole driveway and I had some three quarter pecs left over. So I used that as a conduit, ran the control wire in through through there into the house. Uh, the boilers and the, and the whole setup is in the basement inside the house. Uh, so yeah, whenever it hits that sensor, uh, there's also a, uh, thermostat outside. So it has to meet two requirements. It has to have moisture on the sensor and it has to be below 36 degrees. Uh, yeah, that was my next question. How does it differentiate between rain and snow? But that makes yeah. sense now from, from yeah. how you just described it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, and you can actually adjust those parameters for the, the temperature. You can tell it, no, I want it to be below 35, 34, or 38, you know, but it comes standardly set at 36. I wasn't about to change it. So that's where it's at. That is very cool. So, I mean, your, my, your, your, your wife must love you for, for putting that. <laughs> she loves me for a lot of reasons, and that's yeah. close to the top. That's yeah. close to one of them, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is, it is actually, uh, this has been two full seasons, two full winters, and it's still amazing whenever, whenever you get up in the morning and, you know, it's snowing everywhere else and the driveway is clear. It'll be wet, but not freezing you know, and so you can just drive right on down just like it's sprinkled, you know, and then it stays running until the thing is bone dry, which is really cool. That is, that is crazy. There is actually, um, I think I've said this maybe on the podcast before, maybe, cause I, I remember saying this to somebody or, or maybe I just said it into the microphone <laughs> in an empty basement. Who knows? I would, there's it, when I, on my drive home, um, as I'm driving North, there's there's a home on the west side and on the west side of the highway and this is all this is we're in country now there's a, a town called Caledon and on the left hand side I always see this house of this a bit of a winding driveway and when it's snowing outside the thing's always clear so I don't know if somebody's actually going and plowing this winding driveway like as yeah. soon as snow hits the ground or if they have one of these too because right it um it is a big driveway and if they have one it would have cost um yours you you said you put in 75 grand this would have yeah. cost like triple quadruple oh. even five times the amount because of the type of driveway it is sure. Sure. but there's also rumors that it's Elton John's house it's one yeah. of his homes i think he might be able to afford that yeah and if it is that makes a lot of sense yeah heck yeah that's cool so that's cool. anyway well, before we get off the subject, and, and then we can then we can uh, get onto something else. I sure. will say this: uh, last Sunday, uh, the wife ordered some groceries to be delivered from one of those delivery services. You guys have gotcha. delivery services up there? Yeah, we do. Yep. All right. So she orders a little bit of groceries to be delivered, and because we we're having a dinner uh, over at the house, and uh, the delivery driver must have had a piece of junk vehicle. And they leaked oil all over this driveway. Oh, damn. 
it had oil, big oil drops going from the base, all like every five inches, all the way up. A huge puddle at the top where they stopped to unload the groceries, and then and then the puddle, then the drips all the way down. Oh man, yeah. So you can tell that my heart really sank when I looked out there and saw that uh, after you put all that into this driveway. So. Um, but I, I contacted the, the company that, uh, that runs that delivery service and they were very apologetic and they got right down to the bottom of it. They told me to get an estimate for a company to come and clean it and that they would take care of it. So, nice. That's awesome. That's, that we're in the process for that right now. Uh, a company came out today and gave an estimate for that. So anyway, yeah, that's, that was, that was that's, um, I, that's something I never thought about before is is delivery vehicles yeah and and the the vehicle maintenance because yeah you're you're going on people's property and if your vehicle is not up to par (laughs) you could do what this guy did to your driveway but it's really cool that they they dealt with that for you and paid for right and they didn't even ask for any proof or nothing i mean they 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 took my word for what it was and they were very apologetic about it and said we're going to fix this and uh so, and I, I mean, I do have video and, and pictures of it in case they need it, but so far they have not requested that. So that is totally awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So switching gears, yes, you're a plumber and you know, I've talked to a few plumbers on here, people that have done plumbing, but they also do heating uh-huh. and they also do a little bit of HVAC work as well. So you are like, besides your boilers at home, you are the first like pure plumber to be on the podcast. So interesting. That's that. Yeah. Yeah, man. So, well, and, we, and, and I would love to talk to, to more plumbers and more electricians and, and stuff like that. And I've talked to a couple electricians and a few plumbers uh-huh. and just get, because even though we're different trades, we're kind we're, we're kind of all intertwined, right? Uh-huh. You know what I mean? So oh, yeah. there's plumbing and HVAC, there's HVAC and plumbing. Yeah. Um, there's electrical and all of it. Yeah. So we're, yeah. we're just this combination of, uh, of, of trades. So like, what does a day consist for you when you hop out into the truck and you start responding to service calls? Like what kind of stuff are you doing? Big announcement coming out of Dan Foss. They're holding a virtual event for free for two days. It's called Cooling United Live. So basically it's a trade show, a conference, a webinar, all wrapped into one for two days live events constantly constant education so i'm going to leave the link in the podcast notes for you guys to check out now free education is something that should be coveted by all of us anytime you have a chance to grasp a hold of free education you should do it because they've put in the work dan foss is putting in the work for you All you have to do is consume it. You don't have to go anywhere. You can sit at home. You can sit in your van on your break. If you're pulling a vacuum on a system and you have time to kill, two smokes and a coffee, you can go check it out. Anyway, I'm going to leave that link in the podcast notes. Cooling United Live. It's going to be October 7th and 8th. Two full days of live trade show events. Virtually. So next on tap for me to try out in the realm of tools is the, the YJ um, infrared leak detector. Now, this looks like it's from the same lineup of tools that the YJack 
tools came from. So if you don't know the Y jack tools that are wireless, connect up with the P51-870 and all work with the Y jack view app. I've tested them all. Very, very impressive. The connectivity is awesome. Instantly connects, no problem. And I mean, I got nothing but good things to say about it. So if the leak detector is along the same lines as these tools, then it's gonna be a fabulous leak detector. So watch for that and you can check it out at yellowjacket.com, obviously, if you wanna go check out the leak detector. Something that doesn't get enough praise is the Viper refrigeration te or refrigeration technologies Viper coil cleaner in the red can. The stuff is phenomenal for small evaps, for small condensers. It shines them up, it extracts the dirt out with the foam, and what I like to do is take a soft brush, and when I'm done, I just like to brush all the debris that might have been pulled out of that coil away. It's non-rinse, so you don't need to rinse it. Um, it'll go down the pan in the evap, and, and if it's a condenser coil, yeah, it's probably gonna run down the condenser coil and pool up underneath, but you can just wipe that up with a rag or use a shop vac, but the coil is completely and 100% clean. True Tech Tools, guys, 8% off all your purchases with promo code KNOWITALL, one word, okay, except for Fluke and FLIR, which is a great discount, especially on top of the sales that these guys already have. And last but not least, for now, go check out the Blue On app, guys, because it's filled with a ton of material, helpful toolbox, it's got manuals of all different kinds of units and conversion instructions for many, many more other units as well. So let's get back to Danny and the podcast. Well, uh, man, every day is a little bit different. Um, I do mostly residential service work. Uh, I do a little bit of commercial. So yesterday I was on a residential service call of changing a toilet and a kitchen faucet for this elderly lady. I finished up and as I finished up, I got a call from a restaurant. We have a chain uh, in the States. It's called Culver's and it's just a, a hamburger restaurant, you know, nice place. And they called and said that they have a PRV that I'm um, not a PRV, but a, a TMP valve on their booster heater for the the um, uh, dishwasher, the commercial dishwasher that is just full flow discharging. Uh, their water bill went from $300 a month to $3,000 a month. So they needed that taken care of. And I don't do a lot of commercial stuff, uh, but I went ahead and went over there, found the right PRV, or I said it again, the right uh, TMP valve. And, what is TMP, uh, if you don't mind me asking quickly? Sure, that's a, a T and P. Uh, that's a oh, TNP, okay. Yeah, T, uh, temperature and pressure uh, relief valve. Okay, cool. Same, same thing you have on a water heater, on the side of a water heater. Okay, I've nef never heard it called that before. Yeah. A TNP valve. And some people say it so fast, it sounds like they're saying TMP. Yeah, that's what I thought you said. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. So. That's okay, that's cool. I, I just I just learned something. So I know, yeah, I, I know. I just call it a relief valve, but I've never heard anybody sure. call it a a temperature and and pressure yes. uh, valve. That, that's cool. So anyway, so you went over there and looked at that. I looked at that. Took uh, found one uh, at at the local supply house and picked it up. Went back and without getting into a whole bunch of detail, uh, the way that this booster heater was mounted uh, underneath the the uh, counter, the stainless steel counter. Uh, the back of it was where the, where the uh, TNP valve was, and that was located up against the wall. 
Oh, man. And so you cannot unscrew a valve when it's up against the wall. It has no way to un- unscrew. And it was a nightmare. It took me about six hours. And I had wow. to, I actually had to, to um, uh, use some ingenuity outside the box thinking. I went to the shop and got my three-ton floor jack, my automotive floor jack, and a little piece of plywood. And, and I put it up underneath this booster heater uh, and supported it, undid it and cut all the piping and rolled it and spun it around to be able to work on it properly. It's kind of interesting. Well, that's, you know what, when you have to do things like that, it's kind of, um, fulfilling in a way, because if you just walk in, unscrew it and screw it back on and go, I'm out. Like when, when you had to think, you had to go back to the shop, you had to put this rig together, you did it that way. Now, now it feels like you've actually like accomplished something, cool because you have to th- you have to think about it and then work work for the um for the end right <laughs> yes oh most definitely i had about every tool known to man uh laying there in the in the uh, on the floor and yeah whenever i was done you're right i actually had a, a very good sense of pride when i finished that thinking wow how many guys would have turned that one down when they looked up underneath there and saw what was going to be involved you know something that i got to ask you because you're a plumber is how do you are maybe when you first started, this was the case, but probably not now since you've been around um, the industry for a while. How do you deal with drains when you have to cut open a drain that's backed up or, and, and it's a sewage drain from like, or, or like it's from toilets or whatever. How do you deal with that? Are you, are you good with that now? Like you got that strong oh. stomach to, de- oh, <laughs> to yeah. deal with all that? Oh yeah. I mean, a first, first priority is you try to keep it off of yourself as much as you can. Um, not always possible, but, uh, no, like the smell, you know, they say that it smells, but, uh, you know, I'm going to, I'll get very cliche here because you may have heard this from another plumber or not, but to me, it smells like money. <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> take that for what it's I, worth. But that's yeah, what I guess so. Are, that's what a plumber will, will tell you whenever they walk in and they, and, and they get that god-awful smell from a god-awful sewer that's backed up because uh, that's basically what it's going to amount to. Yeah, that's, that's that's a good way to look at it, though. That's that's putting a positive spin on it. Because yeah. we work with plumbers, and, I, and I've seen some of the um, – I've seen them cut out uh, demo washrooms, and they've cut out the urinal pipes, and it's just oh. full crystal, yeah. uh, crystallized urine inside. Yeah, that's good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, is that, is that, does that smell like money too? Uh, that smells like money. That smells like extra money right there. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. No, there is some, there is some, uh, some putrid stuff, grease traps and grease, grease, uh, clogs and stuff. Some of that can get really ripe. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, there's very few times I, I can probably count about three times that I've actually almost puked type of deal. Um, but I, I have not yet done that. Yeah, that wouldn't be good. I guess the plumber going in and, and no, <laughs> throwing no, up all over the that. place. Yeah, no. Uh, that would be, yeah, that would be, that would be funny. But, um, like I've, I've worked with on different jobs and in, in my career with plumbers that were incredibly smart and incredibly, uh, what do you call it? What's the word I'm looking for? Incredibly OCD. And then you go on Instagram and you can see this OCD in a lot of the plumbers that install these wall hung boilers. Okay. I don't know if you, if you follow a lot of these guys, but some of these guys that put these wall hung boilers in 
and then they have like little uh, pumps for different zones around the building or the home or wherever it is and everything is just pristine straight lines like and it 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 it's takes artwork. thinking it takes yeah oh, it's yeah. art and it takes thinking oh, it yeah. takes um it takes preparation it takes all of this hard work to get to that point you just don't go in and, and slam a bunch of pipes together right nope nope that stuff doesn't follow up on the wall just like that no i i see that stuff too and it still thrills me to see it because there's I, I know the level of pride that that, that craftsman took and, and all the extra planning ahead of that that he took to make it all lay out that way. So, yeah, I love that stuff. Very cool. So let me let me get on to this this wrapping thing. Sure. This wrapping thing is is very unique. So do you know, I think I think that I've seen in comments and stuff from posts you know, uh, nobody sees the caterpillar, Chris. That dude's awesome. Yeah, because he 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 does. Yeah, he puts the <laughs> he puts the wraps together, and he hasn't for a while. But he's got some old school videos that were really really good and right. and done really well. And he was on my podcast, and we what we did is we played three parodies of his, like in between sort of segments. We're like, hey, let's play this one, and then we played it, and then came back and talked about it. Sure. So. I mean, that was one of them was I don't do rooftops. Was that one? of No, them? no, no. We did. I don't. Yeah, I don't do rooftops is funny. That's, that's one of his. That's one of his. Um, he told me the story about how. Maybe I shouldn't tell it because I don't know if that was a, I don't know if that was a secret story or if we told, oh, told that on the air. After, I think after, I, after I think I can say that. I, I think I can say this. When okay. he originally put it on YouTube, he woke up. The next day and it had like 20,000 views or like some yeah. some crazy number in a day yeah. yes so, something like that anyway i don't want to say too much because i don't know what yeah. i said i, I don't <laughs> i believe that might have gotten taken down i think yeah i think he was asked to take it down or something yeah. like that yeah. so yeah. so anyway well, but I'm, the, thinking the, about, I'm actually thinking about and i've told him this uh writing a, a rebuttal uh a plumbing side and I'll tell you, I'll give you a little bit of a tip of the hat here. It's going to be, I don't do crawl space. Nice. That'll yeah. be awesome. Yeah. So I've already been, as I'm driving around, I do what he does. We do the same thing, driving around with a beat going and we're just kind of coming up with lines here and there. So, uh, no, he's an awesome dude. Uh, I'd like to work with him someday on a song. We've actually talked about that. We just haven't actually got around to it. We started to do a little Beastie Boys thing uh, back and forth. Uh, it hasn't made it too far. But, <laughs> oh, excuse uh, me. Uh, God bless you. So yeah, he's a cool dude. Uh, I really, really, uh, really like watching his stuff. I'm kind of looking forward to him coming out with something new. Yeah, his, his stuff's always well done. The, the the ones he played on the podcast was uh, he did the one was a reading reading about it was called hoarfrost it's frost that forms yep, yep, yep. <laughs> yeah it's 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 a it's a type of frost that forms on a surface sure. and it's called hoarfrost he uh -huh. did um uh i think i frostbit my ass <laughs> i think i frostbit my ass i don't know if you, you should go back i can't remember who sings the song it's it's a toronto kid actually that sings it and it the, the name is eluding me right now okay and then he did the Arabian Nights, but it was Hvacian Nights, and that was my favorite one, I think. I'm gonna have to look that. I'm writing that one down right now because I'm gonna look that up later. So those are the three that we played on the podcast, right? And uh, yeah, they're 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 pretty funny. So 
as far as uh, you go, like, where do you get the, where do you get the passion to put together some lines and, and then wrap it out with a beat behind it? Where do you get that passion from? Man, I don't know. That's a good question. I started rapping in 1984. I was a freshman in high school and Run DMC came on. And I don't know if you, have you ever heard of Run DMC before? Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. I'm a big, I'm a big hip hop okay. fan myself. Very good. They're good. Great old school rap. And so that became quickly my favorite. And so I wrote a few in high school uh, and I've just been rapping ever since. Now, I will say this. Uh, most recently it's been because of Instagram that my rapping kind of has started to materialize. Uh, and it started with a, um, a prank. Uh, do you know who Alex is? He's the biggest plumber. Alex, the biggest, that's his Instagram handle. The biggest plumber, the biggest, the biggest plumber. He is in, uh, Windsor, Ontario. You know what? I don't think I follow him, but I'm going to now. You really should. You, everybody, anybody listening to this, make sure that you go and follow uh, Alex uh, at The Biggest Plumber. I think it's The Biggest Plumber, then underscore at the end of it. So uh, dude is awesome. Great, great dude. Uh, great sense of humor. Um, great plumber. And so he also does a lot of pranks. This is a really funny dude, and, and he'll prank people. Well, he pranked a guy in Orlando, I'm sorry, down, not in Orlando, he's down in Florida, I think Miami, uh, Conrad, laying pipe. Um, and he, he, it was a simple prank. It was a, um, everybody say happy birthday uh, to Conrad. And it wasn't Conrad's birthday, but Conrad being very popular amongst the IG plumbers, his inbox was blowing up all day, right? Happy birthday, happy birthday. <laughs> simple prank, but what I decided to do, and I didn't hardly know, uh, I didn't know Alex very well at all, but I just decided to sit in my van and make up a, a very short rap. I did it. I had a beat going on the radio. I did it. And that kind of took off. I uh, had, had quite a few people comment on it, and it wasn't anything of professional quality. Uh, I'm sure that it can be found somewhere, but it wasn't great. And it had a lot of people, including Alex, uh, the biggest plumber, uh, who really, uh, really talked it up and, and was saying that was fire, blah, blah, blah. And so I thought, okay, well, we'll do it again sometime. Well, he started another prank on George the Plumber. And I did one for that. And it just kind of kind of snowballed from that point. Um, then with the rigid experience, I thought, you know what? They, they want a video of me uh, using a rigid tool. Well, why don't we do a rigid wrap? So I don't know if you've had a chance to see that. It's on my it's on my wall, but I did a rigid experience wrap, um, and so from there it just kind of started to snowball. And now I'm doing these commercials and projects. That is crazy. That that's crazy that you just started rapping um, out of nowhere because of a prank. <laughs> you're doing radio commercials yeah. for plumbing companies in Canada. That's that's yeah. that's totally well, awesome. They, I I love that. Yeah. And and now because of that commercial, um, which you know I thank Rob for for kind of uh, seeing that that potential uh, and what what I can do with that because now uh, a plumbing company in Florida uh, has contracted me to to do one for them and a plumbing company in Michigan uh, has also uh, contracted me to do one for them and so uh, I'll be actually going into the studio this Saturday and recording both of those. 
Uh, and then as of today, things are starting to get big. Uh, as of today, I, I had a one hour video conference with two marketing executives uh, with a worldwide plumbing fitting manufacturer. Now I've signed a non-disclosure agreement, so I can't say, you know, many details, but it's actually a very big deal. Um, and so there'll be a wrap and a, and a video that I'll be shooting at their headquarters. That is crazy, man. That's all awesome. That, all that uh, kind of went down about four hours ago. Wow. Look at you, man. You have that and then you have this. You feel like a celebrity right now. You're doing all these interviews <laughs> and meetings and stuff like that. <laughs> kind of a little bit, but I, it's kind of weird though. That's good for you, man. Congratulations. Well, thanks. When, when people, you know what, when people put in genuine hard work, they're genuinely happy following that passion and, and something like this comes from it. Like, an extra bonus that you never even thought would exist right. and it can actually propel that passion even further. Yes. I think that's wonderful, man. That's, that's, that's great. And it just, it just, it's an, it's like, it's a testament to you as a person and, and seeing that you're a genuine person that, that loves what they're doing. That's, that's a testament to you. Yeah. Thanks. That's exactly, it's very well put. I totally never saw it coming and really didn't seek it out or anything. And it just kind of has all fallen into place and, uh, just having fun with it, having a really good time. Cool. So you know what else, you know what else, uh, Chris did when he was on here, he dropped the freestyle out of nowhere. Actually, no, no, wait, wait a minute. I'm lying. I think he wrote it and then he went acapella. Right, right, right. Well, he's way better than me. I, I will say this. <laughs> now, now look. That was kind of like an, an open-ended, uh, will he or will he not <laughs> yeah. drop a freestyle? No, uh, I'm, I'm not going to put, I'm not going to put you on, on the spot there. You well, can, I'll you tell can you what, it. here's, here's the deal. I can remember lyrics from years ago. Now you got to remember I'm 51 years old now, right? I know that's not ancient, but it's also not what Chris is, right? So when I was younger, I could remember stuff like crazy. I remember lyrics from songs I wrote in high school, songs I listened to in high school. I can write all these songs and I can do these videos and everything, but I can't remember the lyrics. So I would be a horrible live performer. I couldn't do it. So that's Well, you know what? You know what live performers have? And and I agree with you. I'm 43. Or 43. I, I forget my own age. I'm 41. <laughs> I'm 41. And my memory is is terrible. Sure. Because I feel I feel like when I learn something, I, I lose something. Right. Because my brain's only big enough to hold a certain amount of right. information. So I'm always I, I always preach on this podcast about being a professional in this industry. And the important thing is having the basic knowledge of everything, because that's what you learn first. Yes. Those are the fundamentals. You always, you always hang on to them. Yeah. But if you forget things along the way, have your base and know where to find the information. Because once you find it, it'll yeah. just kind of re-energize the brain into, oh yeah. And then, but it's, it's not like starting from scratch. It's just right. a reminder, right? right? And, and as far as live performances, I know a lot of uh, performers when they go on stage, they have, they have the teleprompters with with the with the words right. of their songs going through it just in case they forget too. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I see guys like Eminem. You just think, how does this dude do this? I know. 
he's a freak of nature. Yeah. Yes. But here's here's a little something uh, from uh, from Run DMC that I don't have anything written in front of me. I don't have anything, but it, it was uh, it was about Jam Master J. This the the title of the song was Jam Master J, and it started off, "Kick off your shoes, jump on the jock, listen to the Jam Master as he starts to rock. His name is J, and he's on his way to be the best DJ in the U.S. of A. J A Y are the letters of his name." Cutting and scratching are the actions of his game. So check out the master as he cuts these jams. And look at us with the mics in our hands. Then take a count. One, two, three. Jam Master J run DMC. Nice. Nice. I'll never forget that. I'll go to my desk yeah. remembering that. Yeah. But I can't remember yeah. what I wrote. So it is. I'm the it same is. way. I'm the same way. Like I can I can sit in my van and rhyme off NWA. Right. from from 20 years ago but then when someone asked me what i had for lunch yesterday i'm like uh can you give yeah. me a minute to think about that one exactly it's yeah. it's nuts it's well, nuts i'm glad somebody understands me because i still have a hard time understanding why it's like that so let me let me ask you this i swear to god that in one of your recent videos that you made and it was it was kind of it was well produced but i thought there was images from the sky. We're using a drone in, in one of these videos. Yes, that was the the latest video. That was for the World Plumbers uh, Fifty States in Fifty Days tour. Okay, uh, they had invited me to represent the state of Indiana, and so on my own, I just thought, you know what, one cool thing that I could do would be to write a rap about it, and so I did. Did the video, and yes, I started off, and I. Throughout the video, there'll be different shots that are taken from a drone, yes. That's very cool. I actually bought a drone myself. Uh, geez, I bought one about nine months ago. Nice. And I just used it for the first time about a month ago. Okay. And I was thoroughly impressed because my my um, my son had a drone. It was a $100 drone from Walmart. Okay. And it, it, it would fly and everything, but the battery would last for literally like five minutes Right. It, if there was a gust of wind, it would take it. Yeah. So then I, I, I wanted to invest in a good one. Uh-huh. And mine's called the Parrot, I believe. Uh-huh. So, and you can hand launch it or you can launch it off the ground. Uh-huh. And I was aside myself from how well this thing performed. Like the first time we hand launched it, it just stayed in the exact same spot. It did not budge. Oh yeah. And the, the, the camera is 4K on it. So we were up like a hundred feet in the air looking down at all of us. And oh, it was yeah. amazing. Oh, yeah. It was super cool. I loved it. Yeah, I use a DJI Mavic Pro, and I would say, and they've got a Mavic 2 now and stuff. I've had mine for about two, two and a half years. Uh, it's roughly in the $1,000 class, um, uh-huh. and, and it is just like what you described. It's amazing. It it can stay in one position and just hover there, you know, and uh, yeah, very clear, um, not too hard to operate. So no, I found I it so this. easy to so easy to operate. The opening scene of that video, that music video, uh, I'm standing in the field and the and the the drone is flying as fast as it can directly at me, and I stood there and I was it was a one take thing. So what you see, we didn't do over and over that. A lot of stuff we do. That one there was one take, and he flew it right at me, and it actually buzzed at the top of my head. And it was all I could do not to duck because I really thought he was about to smash me in the head with that. So 
when you see that again, <laughs> just realize I'm standing there and I was scared crapless right there, right there before it got to me. <laughs> so who was helping you film all this stuff? Well, that one there um, was my first producer uh, that um, has produced a couple other songs um, that I did years ago. Um, and he's also not only in production, but he also does a lot of camera work, drone work, all kinds of stuff. So he flew my drone. I just called him and said, Gabe, I, I need, I need someone to, to come out and do some drone shots. And he said, no problem. So he came out all the other video shots that are not drone. I did all on my own. That's very cool. Yeah. So, so you, you give him the footage and he produces it for you, puts it all together. Oh no no no! I did all that. No, oh, nice, did, nice. Yeah, I did all that on the on the MacBook Pro that I'm talking on right now. So uh, no, he uh, he came out and, and operated and recorded those, and then uh, and then I take all the videos, take all the videos that I record on my own, um, and put them all into. I use uh, Adobe Premiere Pro, and um, and and produce the video. Yeah, that's that's one program I really want to learn right now. I just kind of put videos together on my phone with a little uh, app called InShot, which is actually a very, very good app. Uh, I don't know if you can get it for, for iPhone or not, but it's definitely an Android app, I know for sure. And I've got the um, the studio on my laptop, the, the Adobe, but I've never sat down and tried to use it yet, but it looks like a very cool like production suite, like is, is it easy to use or is it kind of difficult to learn? In comparison to what you're talking about with the InShot, I would say it's not going to be easy to use. Uh, it is a professional application and once you learn it and I don't have it learned, I'd say if you looked at it on a picture of a hundred percent, I know about 2% of what it can do. If that, right. Mm -hmm. it, it's huge, but um, I'm start. I'm learning as I go, and all it takes is going to to um, Google or uh, YouTube and saying, "How do I do this in Yes, yeah, yeah. And somebody has a tutorial on that particular feature that you would like to do. Um, how do I make words pop on the screen? And I did that, and so when you saw me standing in that field. And it said, make plumbing great again. The words came up, make plumbing great again. And they kind of popped when they did it. And that's, I just had to go and type in, how do you make words come up on the screen? So um, it, it is very, uh, it is a program that you can be very finesse with it. You know, moving, moving video, you can, there's just so much you can do with that. It's very powerful. Cool. So before we, um, we wrap things up, um, no pun intended. Yeah, yeah, that's right. No pun intended. <laughs> I totally did that by accident. Um, so yeah, before we wrap things up, anybody that that wants to get into plumbing or is thinking about plumbing or anything like that, like what can you sort of tell them um, that will give them the push or the nudge to to try it? Oh man. That's a, that's a really good question that deserves some thought. Uh, if you want to do something, and, and I'm not going to try to get too uh, mushy-gushy, you want to do something that's going to make a difference in the world, and you want to help people, 
Uh, now, on the service end of it, that's definitely what it's about. You're out there helping people. People are in a jam. They, they can't figure it out. They don't know what's going on. You're going to go there and save the day. If that's something, and that, that to me is, uh, is uh, I wouldn't say equal to pay, but it is very essential as well. Uh, and there's a lot of service plumbers that will tell you the same thing. You go there. Yes, you're going to get paid to go there and do it, but you also have a great feeling that you have pulled somebody out of a bind and made their day. So if you're looking for some uh, fulfillment, some job fulfillment, uh, some feeling of worth in what you do, plumbing is a great thing. Uh, it doesn't matter if you're doing construction plumbing or service plumbing. I mean, a building's got to be built and it's got to have a good system that 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 is going to get rid of the stuff. Um, so I would say that that uh, doing something that cannot be replaced by a machine, by a computer, a robot, yeah, doing something that will always be in demand, and uh, it's growing in more demand every day. There's fewer young plumbers getting in as old plumbers get out, and uh, in doing so, it's creating a big vacuum. And what what happens is people are waiting longer to get their plumbing done. They're not able to find good plumbers and the good plumbers are able to charge more money because they're busy as all get out. And that's what ends up happening. It drives the price up. Um, and so if you want a good paying job that uh, is going to have good job security and you're somebody that's good with your hands and uh, you're not afraid to get dirty and, and get out there and use your mind, plumbing is a great career to get into. And you gotta like the smell of money too, right? You gotta like the smell yeah. of money. You gotta That's like the smell of money. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. So that was awesome. Um, I love your IG handle, by the way. So maybe I'll let you shout that out so the audience can follow you. Okay. Very good. Well, actually, uh, on that on that subject, I actually think I might be changing that IG handle. Oh, okay. I'm not sure. Um, maybe you can kind of, uh, shed some light on what you think of your opinion. I'm sure. actually thinking about making it the wrapping plumber, to be honest with you. The wrapping plumber. The wrapping plumber. How I got to think about that one because I really love your, your like existing that. handle. Okay. How well, it be, how it be with Danny G. How it <laughs> I be love with it. Danny G. Yeah. I like to, I love it. That came about because forever I've liked to share, my experiences to help people. That's really what it's been about. Uh, I've got a YouTube channel, How It Be With Danny G. Uh, I have a Facebook page, How It Be With Danny G. And that's really, it started with the the YouTube channel. Uh, and it was just uh, more so teaching other plumbers uh, ways that I do things, things that I may find unique. I may have figured out a trick or even learned a trick from somebody else. And I want to pass that on. Um, that's really the, how it be with Danny G and that's where that came about. Um, you know, just trying to help other plumbers. What have you, I know this is, I know it's a long name already, but what have you, it was how it be with Danny G underscore the wrapping plumber. Would that be too long for you? It might be. Yeah. I don't even know if IG was, it would accept that. Yeah, no name. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. I'm just kind of kicking around the idea. Um, I uh, thought about just changing it to Rapmaster Danny G, but I would like to keep plumbing in it uh, since that is my main gig. Um, so I don't know. I'm thinking about it. Don't be surprised if you don't see that change happen. Cool. Well, I appreciate it. But in, in, in the meantime, everybody can go there. And then unless you change it like right after this interview drops, 
right. then then they might have a hard time finding you. <laughs> no, I'm not in a, a huge hurry to change it. So it, it would probably be a change down the road. But yeah, cool. for right now, if you go to How It Be with Danny G, you will find my IG page and give it a follow. And uh, hopefully you, you like the content. I try to kind of keep it fresh. I do different things. It's not all wrapping. It's plumbing. Uh, and sometimes I put on some other stuff besides plumbing as well. But I try to keep things fresh and different. Awesome. All right. Thank you very much, man. I, uh, that was, that was a good one. And, uh, thanks. Keep that wrapping going, man, because we want to see more of it on the, uh, on the tube there on IG. Well, I appreciate that. My next one that you end up seeing, uh, and I kind of alluded to it in that, in that world plumbers wrap, uh, is going to be putty versus silicone. It's the debate that has been amongst plumbers uh, forever. And uh, I'm trying to put a little bit of a, uh, a spin on it and try to maybe even put that debate to rest a little bit. Um, so that's kind of a, uh, that's kind of one of the next uh, big videos that I'm going to end up doing. So that's how it be with Danny G guys. And right now I'm about to play you a little sample. Actually, it's the whole thing. The commercial that he put together for the plumbing outfit, which is a family run business in the Vancouver area. Very cool stuff. The beat he chose is fire. I love it. And guys, keep in mind that in the podcast notes, I've put that video link in for you guys to go check out to check microamp signals when you're troubleshooting heating systems, because I think it's a valuable tool to be able to go out and check these microamps um, when you're troubleshooting any type of heating system that has a flame rod. Anyway, guys, here is Danny's little rap video. Well, it's more audio, but check it out, guys. Hope you enjoy. I'm out. Happy HVACing. At RMC Plumbing, family owned, family run. run. To fix your plumbing problems is priority one. one. We appreciate your business, we'll earn your trust. Yep. You are more than just a customer, your family to us. Hey. Plumbing, heating, gas, jobs, big jobs, small, new construction, renovations. You know we do it all, so check us out on the web. You should hurry, don't delay. Go to rmcplumbing.ca. Yes, rmcplumbing.ca today. Yeah. Hope you enjoyed the show. Follow HVAC Know It All on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, Twitter, LinkedIn, and anywhere else Gary feels like popping up. This has been a Two Smokes and a Coffee production.